Welcome to Just One Drink, the podcast that takes a deeper dive on housewives and real lives. From cocktails with old friends to coffee with new ones, this show promises to give you more than just the Bravo buzz. So pour yourself something to sip on and settle in for Just One Drink. Hello, and welcome to the Just One Drink podcast, episode six. I'm your host, Jacqueline, and we have something really special in store for you today. I'm not only joined by Chief Bravo correspondent, Ilona, today we get to the to talk to the woman behind one of our favorite accounts on Instagram, where what happens live is quickly becoming the go-to source for Bravo fashion. You're watching the show, you see some gorgeous outfit or shoes or anything really, and you're wondering who makes it and how can I get my hands on it? Well, that's where Madeline comes in. Her Instagram account is a treasure chest of fashion finds. She's sourcing this fashion in real time and real quick, like beyond my scope of reality. We're thrilled to introduce you to Madeline. Madeline, welcome to the pod. Hi, ladies. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, We've been looking forward to this conversation for a while. So, We'll dive into the logistics and fashion talk in just a minute. But before we go on, we got to do a drink check. What's everybody sipping on? I've got my uh, large cold brew with me, my typical uh, three o'clock caffeine injection. Okay, good. (laughs) Love it. Ilona, let me guess. Yes. What are you drinking? My matcha. She's in with the matcha. Of course. Um. I have a LaCroix in front of me. This is the um, the watermelon flavor, and this is my guilty pleasure. So um, that's what I've got going on today. No vodka in it, um, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, moving right along. Madeline, first of all, let me say, I love what you're doing. Talk to us about how you're able to source these things so quickly. Um, is there a process, or are you just really familiar with the designers? Um, it's a little bit of both. So depending on whether or not I'm watching a show in real time, sometimes I'm literally pausing, uh, pausing the show, taking a picture of my TV and then shooting over to Google Images um, right then and there. And other times, um, you know, when I have a, a bit better of, you know, time to catch up and process, um, you know, I'm seeing what these ladies are wearing. And so many of these brands are repeated by a lot of different celebrities that you start to get familiar with styles. Um, And so sometimes I can look at something and say, I think that might be Pat Bow because it's got fringe and beads and lace and and looks really cool. Or, you know, there's a couple that are like that that tend to be pretty popular across the franchises. So sometimes um, there's that as well. And then, of course, there's always the ladies that are um, covered in logos. So they make it real easy for me. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a couple of different things. And then it's really just about, um, kind of being, I don't know the right word for it, but like competitive in a sense and wanting to be the mm. first to, uh, you know, to get a look up. And, you know, when I first started, I was trying to post every single look. Um, but I realized that that wasn't, realistic and sometimes the things that are a little more um you know plain or less detailed are, are going to take the longest to source um so now i'm really focused more on like the ones that are you know super stand out and um you know detailed and identifiable um 
Yeah, and, and just trying to be the first one to get to it. Wow. Okay, so I didn't realize there would be a, a competitive component, but you truly are so fast. <laughs> I always I always wonder. And so I'll watch something and I'll just go straight to your account. I'm like, she's going to have it up in any, any minute now <laughs> and you'll have it there before I get there, which is incredible. Um, so do you have a particular housewife that you love sourcing fashion for? Um, I would say all of the New York ladies, I think they dress really well um in a way that looks expensive but it isn't so in your face like check out this designer i'm wearing um which makes it part Mm. you know partially it's a challenge to identify some of those pieces because they're you know they're not labeled or branded um you know and and sometimes it's really just about like a really high quality uh well-tailored piece as opposed to something that's super distinctive um, so it, it's mm. both, um, you know, it's fun in, in that there are things that, you know, I'd want to wear myself. Um, it's aspirational in, in that I usually can't afford most of them. Um, and <laughs> it's challenge. It, it gives me a little bit of a challenge, too, just because they're not so, um, you know, not so obvious to to identify. Right. Right. I was going to say um, you might have maybe Jessel. Um, other than her, um, the sweater, the infamous Marant sweater, mm-hmm. um, is Jessel, I would assume she's probably one of the harder people to source fashion. She doesn't show too much of the labels. Yeah, she really doesn't. And, um, you know, she picks beautiful pieces. And I got to say, the producers don't give the those pieces enough screen time. Uh, I, there were so many times that I was frustrated throughout the... Yes. Um, Anguilla trip where you'd get a glimpse of like the shoulders up of something gorgeous yes. that she's wearing. And I'm like, can we get a full body shot, please? I want to find out. Where this oh, my is God. Up. Yes, completely. OK, so if anyone from Bravo is listening, please give us more time with the fashion. Yes. <laughs> Let them be on screen longer. You know, it's like. I don't think it started that way, right? So with the house, the original Housewives franchises, I'm not sure that um, the fashion was such a focal point. But now it's it's like its own main character, right? We we log it or we we dial in and we want to see what they're wearing. So yeah, that's important yeah. <laughs> to to have it on screen a little longer. Um, so because you're looking at designers and clothes all the time. And you're more in the know. Are there pieces that we should be investing in? And follow up to that is which pieces in the wardrobe should we stick to the dupe or the less expensive version of? I think you and I, we had a conversation about this um, regarding that blue leather dress that Madison wore that I loved so much. That dress was, it still really pulls me. Um, but then I saw the price tag and I thought, nah, I'll wait for like a, a dupe perhaps. So yeah. So what are your thoughts on that? So what should we invest in and, and what should we stick to the dupes of? Um, I would say in terms of investing really like classic pieces. So things that you'll be able to wear multiple ways and, you know, for multiple seasons, I think, you know, there's always a balance of trying to stay on trend, um, but also not wanting to be an outfit repeater. And so mm-hmm. I think like buying pieces that you're able to wear different ways um, is really where you should be investing. And I also think like in addition to dupes, um, 
a lot of designers have items that go on sale. And when you're looking at classic pieces, rather than, you know, trying to find something that looks like it, but, you know, may not last or may not be as high quality, um, I always try and find, you know, designers that are of a similar caliber that might just have um, a piece like that on sale. So things like, you know, leather pants, um, you know, tailored dresses and skirts, um, you can often find a lot of similar pieces while still sticking with like the, um, you know, mid to high end range, uh, range of designer, but not necessarily paying that high end price. Right. Okay. That's great advice. Um, speaking of leather pants, I just have to ask the question, how did you feel about um, Crystal from Beverly Hills, the infamous <laughs> black leather pants <laughs> that Sutton gave her a hard time about? Did you have an opinion on those pants? I I love Sutton, um, <laughs> but I like the pants too. <laughs> you liked them. What, what I thought went wrong for those pants, because I think that probably if they're styled like well, they, they would have come off better in the scene. Um, and Crystal, she looks great. She looks great in everything, she right? She really does. Um, but I thought it was so funny and just like the comedic effect of Sutton calling her out on the pants and then her standing there kind of like coiled over a little <laughs> bit, like not really, not really strutting it, but like very like sad looking. It it did a disservice probably to those pants. I agree. Um, I actually think they were very yeah. cute. Yeah, they were. I thought they were cut well and they probably could have been styled, you know, in different ways. But yeah, so <laughs> I had to ask you about that. Um, OK, so um, moving into Roni, what are your thoughts on the looks from the reunion? I think individually everyone looked great, but it kind of looked like they're all going to a different party. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I, uh, fair. Fair. I loved every single outfit, um, but it was just such a departure from what we've become used to seeing on reunions. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so many reunions, it, it's almost like they're given like a dress code that's so specific that they're mm -hmm. they end up in costume. Um, mm -hmm. So like. You know, in the recent Atlanta reunion, everyone's wearing light blue with sequins, with feathers. And like, there's only so mm -hmm. many dresses that fit that bill. Um, it doesn't right. give them a lot left to choose from. Um, so I mm -hmm. like that New York, like actually felt like these ladies picked them out themselves. And I'm sure, you know, they all work with stylists and have guidance there, but they picked things that were truly them as opposed to picking like you know, things that checked a box um, to fit within a color scheme. Right. You know, and I, I will say this, though. I loved seeing Jenna in jeans because I almost feel like we're not, I'm not used to seeing her in like a frock, like something really over the top and sequency. So it felt comfortable Better. for me. Um, but you're right. They all sort of look like they're going to a different party which also made it charming and sort of on on brand um with um kind of their personalities within the show itself but um I, Ilona I'm sure you have a, a favorite I could probably guess but what did you think of the Roni looks I think Jenna was probably my top choice I, I just really love how she doesn't follow suit and she's and she looks stunning yeah, she's she truly is um, herself. Um, I thought you were going to say Aaron. This is your go-to usually. 
No, I... What did we think of Aaron's dress, guys? Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. I was so annoyed when I went to source it and found out that it was from a 2016 collection, so it's not available anywhere. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, so who makes that dress? Um, it's David Coma. And he's oh, been... interesting. Um, He's been popping up on a lot of the franchises lately, not necessarily in on the shows, but, um, you know, recently both Madison and Sierra were wearing his designs to the Victoria's Secret fashion show. And I'm drawing a blank here, but I know that, um, oh, you know what it was? Um, Erica Jane is wearing one of his dresses in the promo pics um, for the new mm-hmm. Beverly Hills season, that white dress that has like, the corset top and the boning. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, so oh, I, yeah. I've loved everything that I've, um, you know, seen Housewives in by him recently. Oh, yeah. He has a great um, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. What um, What did you think of Bryn's dress? It's so, it's like so controversial. It's actually now on trend. <laughs> um, <laughs> People have hated it so much that it's now flipped flopped to love. So what did, you, what were your thoughts? It's one of those things that like, I could never wear it, and if I saw it on a hanger, I would toss mm-hmm. it aside immediately. But it looks amazing on her, um, right? As, as everything does. Like similarly, um, the dress that she wore to Jenna's apartment in that first episode looks stunning mm-hmm. on her. And then when I looked it up to like, you know, source it, it looks so like frumpy and frocky <laughs> um, right. in, in the photo. And I'm like, this. Everything just looks fantastic on Brynn, even if it's not fantastic on the hanger. She makes it work. I mean, she, well, she's got the the height and the figure mm-hmm. for it. You're right. I mean, if I saw this hanging somewhere, I would think I had just entered a whole new era of time. It just, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't feel right. Even, even looking at it in, um, in pictures, you're like, what's going on? But you see her in it, moving in it, in some of the the clips that they revealed and you're like okay she's her personality makes this thing work so I think there's a juxtaposition between dressing yourself in trend or in fashion but then also having to make sure that it fits who you are really as a person overall yeah is that how would you would you say that's correct definitely and I think she also like finds a nice balance of like you know styles that are overall fairly conservative I, like I think most people would describe a, a long sleeve velvet dress as being conservative but then also having like elements that make it um more modern or a little more risque so like having the exposed shoulder I think is a nice juxtaposition mm-hmm. of like you know that that style that's like a bit more buttoned up but like giving it some edge mm-hmm. as well yeah and then the slit up the middle yeah. with that heart detail it all kind of came together well, who was the designer on this i believe that one was alessandra rich alessandra rich yes 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 that's right um amazing yeah she she looks amazing in that um and i think the other girls looked really nice um as well do you if you had to play stylist um to a housewife or if you got the opportunity um who would you want to style and and is there a designer that you might that you might select as your go-to i think um you know i think bryn would actually be my pick because she is very much willing to take risks and you can tell by all of the different styles that she picks out and um 
you know, all of the different like loud elements um, in, in various things that she wears. Um, so she's and she's kind of all over the map in terms of like what she's willing to try, but she always pulls it off. Um, so I think in a mm-hmm. way she'd be fun because she'd be, you know, game to wear a lot of different things that others might feel are a little more out there. Um, but then also low risk on my end because everything just looks great on her. Right. Everything just looks great on her. Um, okay. So on the, on the heels of that question, I have to talk about this. I would, I'd like to talk about Giselle. (laughs) She gets a lot of attention for not having good fashion sense. Um, would you, would you give her a makeover and which designer do we want to see her in? What kind of looks? And let me just say, I'm going to preface this because there's Giselle fans out there. I'm a Giselle fan. This is not a shady question. I think it's valid because the fans and her castmates have openly judged her on this topic. And I personally think she's gorgeous. So what about a little makeover? How do we, what can we put her in? What can we put her in? Oh man, she gets more heat than she deserves. I would say I haven't loved (laughs) any, you know, any one particular thing that she's wearing and she's had a few misses. But I think, um, you know, someone made that comment. It, it might have been Karen. And then people started to pick up on it. Like, yeah, you know what? I don't really love anything she wears. And now they just pile on. Um, and, and I don't think she <laughs> deserves the hate that she gets. Quite honestly, she is stunning. Her body is flawless. She could wear anything. But mm-hmm. I think if I were her um, or if I were styling her, I would probably put her in um, some of the more like tailored fitted looks. I think she does wear a lot of fitted things, but more like mm-hmm. spandexy. And I think like higher quality um, fabrics, but like with really nice cuts that still, you know, accentuate like her figure. Um, I think she mm. looks stunning. Like, and, and I'm picturing like, you know, an Alex Perry dress. Um, I don't know if you guys mm. saw um Angie K on Watch What Happens Live a few weeks ago. She was wearing this yes. gorgeous brown number that was like fitted and sparkly. And it had the, um, you know, the like off the shoulder with the sleeves. Yeah. I feel like something like that would be so flattering on Giselle and just elevate her look a bit. And there, he, he makes a lot of styles that, um, you know, that have that, that same feel to it. Um, trying to think of some, some other really good ones. Uh, oh, if you saw Kyle in Morgan Wade's video, that was an Alex Perry dress. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, I love that. That look. like corally number with the square mm-hmm. neck. I think something like that would look really nice on Giselle too. Um, and then like a lot of the a lot of the Salt Lake City looks, um, you know, in their promo photos were also by that designer. And I could see, I could really see any of that um, looking great on Giselle. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. I did love Angie's look on Watch What Happens Live. I thought that was really sexy and elegant at the same time. Um, That would probably do really well on Giselle. Um, She could probably pull anything off. Um, She does have the figure um, for it and she's got this great personality. But um, okay, so Giselle, if you're listening, girl, we love you. And um, we just have designer recommendations. That's all we're saying. And keep doing you. I mean, there's no shade here. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, well, anyway, moving right along. So um, 
what a world to live in for uh, just a moment. Um, we are really inspired by what you do. Is there any particular um, designers that you favor that you just really love to see? Like, give us a give a name drop on a few designers that we should maybe have on our own radar. So I really love all of the outfits that I have nowhere to wear. Um, what I mean by that <laughs> okay. are like the over-the-top um, embellishments. Like I love a maximalist vibe, um, but there's obviously a time and a place for it. Right. Um, I'm ab- absolutely obsessed with the purple sequin feather number that uh, Jessel wore to oh. um, Aaron's anniversary yeah. party. And she's worn a number of pieces by that designer. Um, it's called La Pointe. And it's it's very much like feathers, sequins, embellishments. Um, so if I ever, you know, got invited to uh, an event where that would be appropriate, <laughs> so that would be yeah. the first uh, first designer I'd look up. Um, similar, agreed, one hundred percent. More more likely that I'd get use out of this. Um, I'd need to book a good vacation, but I think the pat bow mm-hmm. looks with all of the fringe. Mm. Um, and, and lace yep. and cutouts. I think those are also, um, just absolutely stunning. I loved the, um, actually another example of, you know, an outfit not getting appropriate screen time or, or, you know, screen time it's worthy of was Jessel's, um, black, Pat bow jumpsuit that she had on in the last episode as she was, you know, sitting at home with mm. Bobbitt. Um, I thought that was absolutely gorgeous and it got like three seconds of airtime. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get to see that look. Yeah. And um Nicole Martin from Miami also wore one of their looks to the mm-hmm. um Billboard Latina Awards. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's fabulous. And she had I like love a, almost anything. Yeah, she had like wearing. a two piece beige fringe, um, like crop top maxi skirt outfit going on. It mm. was so cute. Okay, I do have a, this might be controversial, but are we doing too much of the Versace sets? I mean, Miami, <laughs> speaking of Miami, they love a Versace set. I am like, um, I-, I love those. I love seeing them on the girls. Is it too much? Like, have we gone too far? I think we have. I, I think when they're, <laughs> okay. not that there's anything wrong with the outfit. Like, I like the outfits, but I think when people can start to do a who wore it better, um, and have more mm. more than you know one comparison to make, then it's probably time to hang it up. Um, oh, I love that! What a great rule of thumb. When <laughs> what did you say? When people can do a who wore it better? Yes, and and there's more <laughs> than so one bad. you know more than one set of ladies to compare there. Um, that, that it's probably been done too many times. Um, yeah, and I feel very similarly. This is all over Miami, but other franchises as well. The Mugler cat suit needs to go. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I like this rule of thumb. This is so good. Um, if if you can do a who wore it better and you could line up four or five people, it's time to, to hang it up. <laughs> That's so good. That is so good. I'm gonna quote you on that, Madeline. <laughs> that is really good. Um, okay, I feel like on on that note, I want to as let's leave it right there. This was fantastic. Um, Madeline, thank you again for taking the time with us today. I literally live in your Instagram stories. Do you like see 
Do you like see all my comments and go, she's at it again. She just keeps asking me more questions. I love it. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Because I'm going to continue to do that. Um, got, guys, this was super fun. But unfortunately, I've hit the bottom of my glass and we've reached the end of the show. Madeline, thank you, jo- thank you for joining us today. And Ilona, love you, doll. And to everyone listening, thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned for episode seven coming in hot next week. If you've been drinking and listening, no driving. Giselle, if you've been listening, no shade, all love. Andy, if you've been listening, we're ready to bartend anytime. Thank you for listening to the Just One Drink podcast. If you've had a drink, no driving. And if you're driving, absolutely no drinking. Unless it's coffee or water, or anything non-alcoholic really, you get the point. Like I was saying, thank you for tuning in, and let's do this again real soon. For more episodes, listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow along in real time on Instagram, or watch the recorded episodes on YouTube by searching Just One Drink Podcast.